Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your one-stop shop for raising kids in this tech-heavy world. We bring on professionals and experts to give you all the tools you need to help your kids become fire-breathing warriors that have the strength to break out of the mold society has put them in. At the end of the day, we're all here for one reason, to help save some kids. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. Welcome back, one and all. It's your host, Nate Webb, live in Studio Salt Lake City area, and it's the Save the Kids podcast. So we're going to be continuing our series on the Encoast Dirty Dozen list, Um, and today's platform is a doozy. Today I will be analyzing and dissecting one of the big bad streaming services, Netflix. But first, I just want to check in with everybody. How's the first few weeks of school been? Because, I mean, as a school counselor, it's been nuts at our high school. Our, our high school is built for 1,600 kids, and there's 2,200 kids at the school that were bursting at the seams, and there is so much angst and hurt right now among the kids. Um, I feel like last year was kind of a honeymoon year coming back from COVID, and this year we're really starting to see the effects of all the social distancing, the stay at home. We're starting to see all that trauma emerge. And now is a more important time than ever to be able to be empathetic with our kids, to teach them how to be kind, to train them how to be empathetic. So all things that we have been working on before that we just really need to be focusing on. So anyway, back to the podcast itself. Uh, Today, like I said, I'm going to be talking about Netflix. Um, So as you all know, Netflix is a streaming service and it's one of the OG streaming services. Um, Before it was a streaming service, Netflix was actually a DVD subscription. Um, you you could get your DVDs, uh, rent different DVDs, um, TV series on DVD, you name it, they'd mail it to you, pretty old school. And then it became what it is today. It's a streaming service with over 200 million subscribers. And get this, it makes a whopping 30 billion US dollars a year. So that makes it the number one st- streaming service in the world. And quite honestly, before the streaming service boom, it was the streaming service um, that everyone had. Everyone had Netflix. And then Hulu came, and then uh, it was just Netflix and Hulu were the two big bads. Then Disney Plus came, and then we got all the different ones. Paramount Plus, HBO Max, you name it. There's a streaming service for it. Peacock. Um, There's so many streaming services now. But Netflix, Netflix is the OG and Netflix, it, Netflix is, is has been maintaining that, but Netflix is also a horrible, horrible place for kids, um, and it has so much content that it not only is it not safe for kids, but it completely objectifies, sexualizes, and and harms kids actively on its platform, and and it's time for it to stop. It's time for it. It's time for us to stop supporting that. Um, and so I'm going to be talking about some of the things you need to be avoiding on Netflix and some of the things you need to be aware of Netflix. So, I mean, Netflix, it's its goal, its mission, so speak, is to entertain the world. And unfortunately, I think it's going to stop at nothing to get that done. Um, the, I feel like the, this the movie industry right now, the entertainment industry... It is just packed full of over-sexualized content, over-violent content, um, and then all of the above, for some reason, geared it towards children. Um, 
and and if anyone's seen Netflix lately, the, the sexual content on there, it's been getting worse and worse and worse as years have gone by. I remember my wife, she was watching a show on Netflix. Uh, it, it was, what was it, 13 Candles? It, it's PG on Netflix. And there are F-bombs and nudity within like the first 10 minutes of it. And my wife was like, this, this is not... This is not PG material, and yet it's being rated PG on Netflix. This is something a kids could watch. Um, and so here's just a few titles on Netflix that are currently there, currently still there. Um, first off, there's a show called Cuties. It's a movie about little girls learning how to express themselves through pop dance. Sounds harmless enough, right? Well, the pop dance that these little girls are expressing themselves through is learning how to um, sensually twerk. Um, And the show's all about getting into these twerking competitions and um, these the dance moves and that these girls are doing in this movie, super sexual and suggestive. Lots of thrusting, lots of groaning, lots of very inappropriate things for eight to ten year old girls be participating in and eight to ten year old girls be watching nonetheless um uh, it's a horrible horrible show and it totally normalizes the sexualization of children it totally normalizes that oh yeah little girls can be sexy little girls can be attractive to teenage boys and it's like wait a minute wait wait wait. parents are, are are you wanting your little girl to be the target of a teenage boy? Do you want your 10-year-old to have 14, 15-year-old boys chasing after them? Wanting to have sex with them? Because that's what that show is normalizing. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that. A lot of people probably don't know it's on there. Um, Another one, um, another title on there is called Big Mouth. It's a show about kids, like 7th, 6th, 7th graders, who are going through puberty, exploring sexuality, um, puberty, masturbation, yeah, and talking about it in a very casual manner. And here's the thing, it's an animated show. It's an animated show for adults, but it's definitely, definitely geared towards kids. Like the lingo and everything, It's it, they say it's for adults, but it, it the marketing says it's for kids. The marketing within the show is giving us the message that it's for kids. Um, and again, normalizing sexualization of children, normalizing um, over-sexualization in general, uh, when kids should be kids, um, instead of all this crap. Um, and and as the sad thing is, it goes under the radar. It's on Netflix. Um, uh, there's other ones. F is for family. Um, there's a different F word that pops up in the film a lot, and I'm guessing you know what it is um and then the witcher um that's another one that is it's it's more popular than game of thrones and has more sex than game of thrones um the list goes on and on and then there are the shows that encourage and glorify sexual assault one in specific is a movie called um 365 days um, it's a, it's a, it's a movie, literally the premise. There's a guy who kidnaps this girl who he finds attractive. He kidnaps her and he holds her captive for a year in his mansion. It's kind of like beauty and the beast, except he kidnaps her. Um, 
he kidnaps her and then he says, if you don't fall in love with me within a year, you can go home. And so he keeps her there for a year. And during that year, he reputedly assaults her and abuses her um, a couple of times. It's in the middle of telling her, I won't touch you without your consent. And then and then proceeds to sexually assault her. And then, of course, of course, she falls in love with him. And so they're able to have a, a steamy romance life. And it just glorifies it glorifies um, sexual assault. It glorifies um, the idea that consent is not needed, that people can say no and you can still get whatever you want whenever you want. It's completely the most backwards thing on earth. But yet, and interesting, interesting fact here, there's actually a petition to take down the film because it's so harmful. And not only, not only did Netflix... um, ignore the petition to take down the film netflix is renewed uh the film not renewed because it's not a show but netflix is agreed to help them make a part two and part three of the film and not only that part two and part three guess what they're going to be netflix originals not only is netflix just going with the flow with this but netflix is is like we'll help you with this because guess what it's making the money that's what it's all about. It's about money. It's not about helping your kids. It's not even about entertaining the world. It's about holding the world's attention in whatever way they possibly can. And right now, that is over-sexualizing everything. It's putting sex on all of their shows. It, I remember reading an article that uh, a critic was saying that, you know, Netflix shows were always sexy. There was always romance. There was always attractive actors and actresses. But never before has there been so much sex on Netflix. Just straight up, straight out sex on Netflix. And that that's holding true across all the platforms. Don't get me wrong. Um, Amazon Prime, one of the most popular shows on there right now is called The Boys. It's a superhero TV show. And it, it, they have ripoffs of all the superheroes. Like Superman, the Superman of the show is Homelander. And the flash of the show is A-Train. And the 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 Captain America of the show is Soldier Boy. And the Ant-Man of the show is Cockroach. Like, there's rip-offs of all the superheroes. But it's nothing but F-words, masturbation, sex, you name it. And that's on Amazon Prime. Um, but the, just how the, the streaming services have gone from wanting to be sexy to just straight-up sex all the time. And the show, this three, this 365 days, um, once he convinces her that she loves him, coerces her. It's okay. That's a, that's another topic that this thing is glorifying is psychological co- coercion, forced coercion, getting them to believe that they're, they love them when they've only been assaulting them and manipulating them. And this happens and, but no, she falls in love with him and, and predators around are getting the idea that, oh, okay. So if, if I can't legally get this minor to fall in to go on dates with me, I can kidnap them and force them to fall in love with me. That's a great course of action. Just, it's crazy. I, I I really I see some of these things and I'm just baffled. Um, another thing that Netflix glorifies is suicide, and that's a very very important topic to me because there was a suicide in our community just last year. 
Just last school year, there's a suicide in our community. And anything that glorifies suicide really needs to be taken down. Uh, and people really need to evaluate how we talk about suicide. Don't get me wrong. Suicide needs to be talked about. Suicide needs to be addressed in the communities. Suicide needs to be a topic that is being discussed, but not in a way that glorifies it. So there's a show on Netflix called 13 Reasons Why. It's this girl who dies by suicide, and she leaves behind 13 tapes, 13 reasons, and gives them to people and saying, here's how you played a part in my suicide. Here's You're one of my 13 reasons of why I died. And all these people, they feel bad for her. They memorialize her um, and basically immortalize her. And it, it, it unfortunately, it, it glorifies suicide. It tells people that you, the way to get love, if you're not feeling it, is to kill yourself. And then people will feel bad and they will love you. They will remember all the good things about you. It's ridiculous. And here's the thing, guys. Any good thing you have to say to someone if they died, if they have died, period, you should probably say it to their face before their funeral. All the great things people say to people at funerals, it should be said in day to day. It should be said at lunch. You, you don't need to wait for someone to die to say nice things to them. Um, okay, sorry. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk on that. <laughs> a little tangent there. Um, but yeah, 13 Reasons Why. Not a great film. Um, totally glorifying suicide and getting people to think that suicide is the thing to do if you're wanting to feel love and affection. Um, and and here's the thing. All these shows, you know, Cuties, Big Mouth, the 365, 13 Reasons Why, because it's on Netflix, there is so much less regulation. Because Netflix has its set of rules, its raters and things like that. But it's not like the National Raiders Association um, when you see movies where it says this this trailer, this TV show has been reviewed by a whole association and here's the rating. That is a lot more strict than anything Netflix has. Netflix will just say N.A. sometimes. A lot of times they'll just say M.A., mature audiences, and leave it at that. And then you have to go and look at IMDb to see what exactly is in this show. Um and so it's uh, it's not a safe place for kids, period, at the end. So how can you keep your kids safe? Um, well, for starters, don't have Netflix. Simple as that. Um, but there's also some, some small things you can do to help protect your kids. Now, I want to give credit where credit is due. Netflix has been improving in its parental controls to attempt to make it a safer place for kids to be. Um, you can make it so you have a password protect. So you, let's say you set your password protect at PG-13 so that anyone who's watching, um, if they want to watch a show that is rated PG-13 or above, like R, TV-14, NC-17, mature um, MA, mature audiences, if they want to watch any of those, they have to put in the password. And so, but unfortunately, a lot of times parents just put in like one, two, three, four for the password and... They're trying to watch a show as a family that they know is okay. Like, let's say they're getting on, and I know this, this show is not on Netflix, unfortunately. But let's say they get want to get on, and they want to watch Harry Potter, and the uh, uh, which what are the PG thirteen ones, um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. They want to get on, or or yeah, um, they want to get on. They want to they want to watch Harry Potter or or Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith. That was my first PG thirteen movie I ever watched. Um, 
but they want to get on they want to watch one of those that they know is safe with the family and then they have to put in their password and they're like oh yeah no, no, one two three four and then the kids hear it so parents if you're going to have a netflix password protect you can't tell your kids your kids cannot know that password but here's also the thing if you're going to have that set it at g don't even set it at pg because like i was saying earlier there's shows on there with pg rating that have straight up nudity have f-bombs because again it's not being rated by the national association that rates most of our movies it's not being rated by a regulated association it's being rated by an online streaming service and so a lot of things on netflix if if it says pg i wouldn't trust it totally Another thing that you can do to help protect your kids is before you ever watch something on Netflix, um, look at it up on IMDb. IMDb has a wonderful parent's guide to almost every single show and TV show. Um, I mean, sorry, movie and TV show on Netflix. Almost every single show or movie on Netflix, it has a parent's guide on IMDb so you can look up exactly what is on that show. You can see how much profanity there is. You can see the extent of sex scenes there are, the romance, the romance scenes. Um, you can see the extent of adult content on each on, on, on every piece of content so you can know if it's safe for your kid. Um, and then the, the, the biggest no-brainer rule of thumb, never, ever, 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 ever let your kids watch Netflix alone or any sort of TV alone, if you're going to have your kids watching TV, you better be willing to be there in the room with them. I know far too many families where they just send their kids downstairs with the remote, say, okay, go watch a show. And they have free access. The kids can pick whatever streaming service they want to watch it on. They can pick whatever app on the TV to watch it on. They can pick pick whatever piece of content they want to watch it on. And then afterwards, the parents will look at it and say, oh, maybe don't watch this show, okay? But the parents stay upstairs. The parents don't watch the show with them. If you're willing to let the TV be your kid's parents so you can do what you want, you better be willing to be in the same room with them. Period at the end. Never let your kids watch TV alone because you don't know what's going to pop up on that screen. Okay, and I know from experience because guess what? It happened to me. There's a reason we don't even have a remote in our TV room. Um, We keep the remote way up high where the kids can't touch it. And we just use our phones to control our TV. There was one time we the kids were just downstairs playing and we didn't think anything of it. And then we thought we heard the TV turn on. We're like, what? I didn't think the TV was on. So we go downstairs and our son had accidentally, he was playing with the remote, he had turned on the TV, accidentally opened a streaming service, and accidentally had opened up a horror film and was watching it and had seen like the first five minutes of it. We turned it off as fast as we can, um, and he wasn't acting like he was scared or anything, but we were terrified of what he saw. Um, and so later that night, we're like, we, we need to see what he saw. Um, it was a show called The Handmaiden's Tale. Is this like dystopian world where where they gather up all the all the fertile women to bear kids for other people? Um, and so the first five minutes of the show that my my three year old, my two year old, three year old at the time, that th- what he saw 
um, was uh, a baby being torn away, kidnapped from its mother. There's some dramatic car chase, and then the, the, the kid gets stolen from their mom. Super, super, super terrifying and, and traumatic. And my kid saw it because I wasn't downstairs to watch it with him. So please learn from my mistakes, <laughs> please. Um, please do not let your kids watch Netflix or anything by themselves. Because the bottom line, at the end of the day, Netflix does not care. Netflix only cares about its profit. Netflix only cares about the attention. And Netflix only cares about that $30 billion value it had last year. That's how much money Netflix made last year. $30 billion off of our kids' attention, off of your attention, off of off of sexualization of children. That is what it's making its money off of right now. And so maybe think twice before watching things on Netflix or think twice before just letting your kids watch Netflix on their own. Bare minimum, you need to break into those parental controls and you need to, you need to fortify that place like Fort Knox. Um, so that your kids cannot get onto content that is going to harm them um, on accident, because it, it, it's 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 the worst nightmare for a parent. You don't know how it's going to affect your kid. I still don't know how it's going to affect my kid. I'm praying every single day that like there's no adverse effects or whatever because he was so young. But time will only tell. So bottom line, guys, Netflix does not care. Netflix is not safe for kids. Netflix is not a place for kids. Um, it fails survivors of sexual abuse. Um, it, 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 it glorifies violence. It glorifies sexual assault. It glorifies suicide. It glorifies all of these things that we're trying so hard to fight against. So Netflix, poo-poo. You're on my poo-poo list. And you're on the end coast dirty dozen list. Um, thank you guys so much for for watching this episode, um, for listening to this episode. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could see you guys. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You are your kids' best app. Protect them, please. Um, just a reminder to everybody, if you want a speaker in your community, myself or any of the Save the Kids speakers, fill out the speaker form found in our bio um, on Instagram or uh, in the podcast description right here. Um, make sure to go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the things at Save the Kids Inc. Um, thank you so much for everything you are doing to help protect your kids and help save the kids. If you're listening to this podcast, that is proof that you are doing your best as a parent. It is proof that you are trying to find out more things that you can do to protect your kids in this crazy tech heavy world. At the end of the day, we're here for one reason and one reason only, and that is to save the kids. So thank you so much. We need all hands on deck. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we will see you on the next one.